0: Who are the coolest dudes on the planet? United United States States Veterans. Veterans. What's the coolest sport on the planet? Pro Pro Wrestling. wrestling. And what would be the coolest podcast on the planet? That would be this one. U.S. US Military military Vets. Talking Pro wrestling. Wrestling. This is the No Shave Man Cave. Two badass disabled vets... Sharing their love of pro wrestling, giving you their perspective as fans, talking about current events and matches, history of titles, and who knows what else. Let's do it. Welcome Welcome to the the No Shave Shave Men Game. Game. Now your hosts, Ellie Ellie Jair and Jay Jay Tilly. Tilly.
2: Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children, wrestling fans, entertainment fans and of course we can't forget our combat sports brothers and sisters as well as our slapsation uh lovers out there welcome to the no shave man cave i'm ellie jair hey yo
1: i'm jt and man it is friday it i is- messed it up i messed it up i'm jay tilly sorry you are whoever the hell you want to be. <laughs> and
2: it is Friday. It is my day. It is your day. It's payday. Let's go, baby. It is It is one of those freestyle Fridays. And
1: hey, man, let's go. What's up? Oh, not much, man. So I'm going to take a page out of uh, Cody's book. Uh, what do you want to talk about? <laughs> oh, God. It has been yeah. uh, a hell of a week of wrestling. Dude. And... Uh, my original thought was, hey, let's just get on and uh talk about all the news that happened. However, all the news has kind of changed and is up in the air. Then I was like, well, let's let's talk about like what the news of Vinny Mac can be, you know, wh- what the outcome or what we think can happen there. Heck, like we could talk about AEW, we can talk about Ring of Honor. Uh yeah, whatever, man. Um we didn't really get to review, you know, WrestleMania in depth, so we could talk about that. I don't know. We seem to do pretty good on these candid conversations, just to talk about wrestling. So we'll just do it and see what we got. <laughs> yeah, man, you could. Uh, we could do like you know the the
2: days, the hours, the you know days of our lives, the when Fantasy Island, or you know you're over there. Oh, to play and to play, and you know you're watching your wrestling dreams come and go. And I tell you, I I have fantasy booked. Probably the last 20 years, because like before, you know, when I was a little younger and I would just watch wrestling, I was like, okay, hey, I'm unplugged right now. I don't care. You know, I know I got to get up early in the morning and go to the range or I got to go make big decisions for the command. And I would just just shut down. Kind of like Vince Vaughn and Owens in um, Wedding Crashers, where they'd be like, hey, I'm going to shut the engines down, get myself back to neutral. And I knew on, you know, Mondays and Fridays, I was going to be able to just chill out, right. catch a little wrestling. And this was before, um, you know, essentially we had wrestling every single night. And, you know, back in the day, Impact or TNA, it varied from like, it was on... um I think it was on it wasn't on Vice but it was on Spike TV so Spike it was TV, on Spike yep. TV on like Thursday and, night right yeah some yeah. rando and then it was on TNN and I really enjoyed that and then they brought out the sort of that octagon-ish thing and I thought the world of AJ Styles and I was like dude this guy can go and then you know here we are many years later and you know my my wrestling fandom I don't wanna say it hasn't wavered because obviously Sunday night it absolutely wavered. <laughs> and I I think wrestling kind of like what we've said numerous times, the I don't wanna say like the golden era, because I don't I don't think we'll ever see an attitude era esque kind of a thing. But the working relationships that we have with the organizations to where you can almost build your own March Madness with professional wrestling. So you've got the the Impacts, you've mm-hmm. got the AEWs, you've got the New Japans, um, and then Stardom is cooperating with Impact. And, you know, New Japan has got a fledgling women's division with uh, Monet as, you know, as their world champ. So, man, I think wrestling is in a really good place. But you can absolutely get in your feels in a heartbeat if your guy or girl isn't getting the, getting over, getting the rub, getting the, the run that you want. And I, I was in it, dude. Like you, yeah,
1: I was in it on, on Sunday night. (laughs) It's funny, right? Like you, you talk about Sunday and, and it's no secret that I'm not the biggest WWE fan. Like it takes a lot for me to rah rah WWE. And WrestleMania this this past weekend was trending to me going, All right, they're back. Like this is amazing. This is five stars. This is I'm gonna give it all the beard ratings in the world. Yeah. And then the ending on Sunday happened and I'm like, ugh. And then Monday happened. I'm like, yeah, fuck. What was I thinking? Like Uh it was just like automatically reminded of the 20 years of Vince McMahon and everything after the attitude area where he just phoned it in. He made the show to make himself laugh and it was ugh. boring and you know i keep hearing like oh it's the worst raw ever worse i don't think it was the worst raw ever no but it was one of the most boring i mean that two hours i just ugh, it, was, it was dull uh there's a big test for smackdown tonight for sure because yeah i mean it, we'll, we'll see what happens they've got some stuff scheduled that they've announced now whether mcmahon gets there and changes it all or not we'll see uh but yeah it's it's funny because like uh, yeah, uh, it, it's it's being a wrestling fan is hard sometimes. And, <laughs> yeah, you know, Cody Rhodes and and Dusty Rhodes talks about hot times, baby. Hot times, baby. And yeah, I, you feel it. And I remember before AEW came out, um, I watched wrestling, but it was kind of like, hey, Raw's on. Eh, I'll watch it. Maybe not. I DV- I've always DVR'd it and just kind of skimmed through it to see what's going on. And kind of paid a little attention to it, and AEW hit, and I was all in when TNA was there. I was all in in TNA. I was WCW guy. I Uh, I really liked. I really liked
2: TNA when they transitioned to Impact. Like the feel kind of changed because it was like a not to like knock anyone, but it felt like a low budget WCW. And then you know how Impact and AE, I'm sorry. NXT and AEW have sort of built from within, right? And Impact grabbed a bunch of bubbas that were on the the independent scene from Japan, some castoffs from WCW and WWE or WWF, and then, you know, they sort of did whatever they did. And now when you watch Impact, the action is really good, the stories are really good and and again i try and squeeze lucha underground in every single episode and this was, is a perfect one
1: it was great i loved yeah, lucha underground it was that
2: grungy grungy feel to it i really appreciated what rodriguez and el Rey were doing you know you had the the titles the, you know and it and it wasn't like all these frivolous titles you had the trios and Evil East being in that trios championship with the um the Son of Havoc and Angelico and oh man, Prince Puma getting it in. Yep. And the Gift of the Gods title. I, oh, think. I think it was cool. Yeah. So I, I you know, I'm a big uh, you know, North American and United States title fan, but absolutely between the Gift of the Gods title, I really wholeheartedly enjoy and appreciate the aesthetic of the international title and what it means. All of the flags and what it represents to AEW, and you know how it essentially invites everybody: Hey, come to AEW, try and get your try and get your stuff in. Yep, and you know, party like it's nineteen ninety nine. Where were you in nineteen ninety nine? I was on uh, the USS Bonnehammer Shard. We called
1: it the the Bonnie Dick, but the um I think I was at Keesler Air Force Base, going through base train or going through. Uh, uh, training school still nice yeah i was uh
2: getting ready to head to hawaii where i watched the super bowl and uh watched mcnair stretch with the football <laughs> you <Yeah. laughs> missed it by that much and uh the rams ended up winning but yeah dude i i the i don't feel i don't feel like wrestling is done growing oh absolutely. and then not. like aew keeps evolving New Japan is doing its thing, which I'm so proud of them as they expand and they've got the new Japan strong based out of uh san san jose and you know that that's i think that's really fun if you ever get a hot second just you know hop on youtube or um, the uh, new Japan on the on the new Japan app and check that out and uh cast it to your uh TV that there's some really, really cool stuff. I love the promos, and I think that's where a e w and I think that's where a e w got got the presser from, and then w w e got the presser idea from a e w which i I really appreciate yeah. because they don't quite get completely out of character, but they let their guard down a little bit and they right. answer some questions and then you get to hear straight from you know sap or um you know, if, if what culture Bubbas are there or whatever. So, um, yeah, a quick, uh, shout out to the shout out. Thanks to, uh, Jeff Warner. He, uh, just retweeted. Thanks. Uh, thanks for the shout out and, uh, appreciating our, uh, triple B when we got together and did our bourbon barbecue and body slams for WrestleMania. Thanks for checking it out. And, uh, really cool. Thanks, Jeff Warner. Got mad love for you, brother. Thank you.
1: Yeah, I think that's gonna be a staple. I, I think uh we've been bouncing back and forth about what we're gonna call our get togethers. There it is, baby, the triple B. <laughs> yeah. You know. Bur- bourbon, man. barbecue and, and and uh and uh, body slams. Yeah,
2: man. It was uh so I had uh I was fortunate to have everyone at Casa de Ellis in the oldest city in America, St. Augustine, and uh we we kicked it. It was Jay Tilly holding it down, we had uh Jesse. And uh it wasn't Jesse's girl, eight six seven five three oh nine, don't lose that number. And artist, the frickin' architect Rollins. I hope you're uh feeling a little bit better. He's mad down, he busted his knee up, so uh hang in there. And then uh our uh secret agent on the microphone, he's a, a sound wizard, a navy vet. Thank you uh for your service over there with uh with Derek. So yeah, man, it was it was super fun and really really cool. Had some good drinks and don't stop distributing Buffalo Trace. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, it that, that was yeah. a good time for sure. And, and like yeah. I said, WrestleMania was good. But I, yeah. I will say this for for our listeners and uh, you know anybody who stumbles upon us, don't give up hope. Yes, yeah. it was a rough raw it was a it was a great wrestlemania so we know they're capable of it give it time uh you know if you if you're looking for alternate products hit us up we we will definitely preach about new japan we'll preach about oh, aew for sure man we'll preach about uh impact Dude. we'll preach about ring of honor there's other stuff out there other than wwe and i know and we are watching all of it <laughs> yeah but i i know i know the hardcore wwe fans don't want to hear that and they get really mad when you say that other stuff is out there but it is, and it's not bad. And yeah. if you take some time instead of just being closed minded and check it out, you might find something you enjoy because yeah. Dynamite offered some very sports entertainment stuff. You had the, mm-hmm. the MJF stuff. It offers that goofy, you know, uh wrestling stuff. It's got some pretty serious wrestling in it. You go to Impact, they've got the spooky bollocks, you know, the people can be murdered on the show and come back as yeah. zombies or whatever. So yeah. there there's other stuff out there. And again, if you're a hardcore WWE fan, stay there. That's cool. Like hey. it, it, there's a there's a niche for it. Obviously, they're making money. They're the number one show. They're the number one company for a reason. And uh, just because they have one bad show, it's not doom and gloom. So yeah, I wouldn't, that's true. I wouldn't stress it too much. Uh, you'll yeah. hear us beat up on it a little bit, but I'm just I I just feel like we're about to hit the same pattern we hit after the Attitude Era. I feel like we right. had the Papa H error, which still wasn't as good as Attitude, but it was a little better. And now yeah, I have a feeling We're it. just kind of in this blue. Again, so
2: we'll see what happens yeah. and you know like i was uh there was an accident on the bridge, and I was sitting there listening to uh a podcast, and I started thinking, you know what it's it's one episode out of thirty years. it was by far not the worst episode, and you know creative was straight back to work as soon as the as soon as the camera stopped rolling. Quick uh, props and shout-out to the shout-out. Thank you to uh, Whiskey Hell Podcast. They uh, gravitated to a um, post that you did with a cigar and uh, whiskey sour. So shout-out to the shout-out at Whiskey Hell on Twitter. Give them a look. Uh, News, comedy, and craft beers.
0: Mother's Day is around the corner. And uh, happy
2: National uh, Beer Day. So that's good stuff. And of course, we got to give our... I
1: thought it was Beaver Day today. I thought it was National <laughs> Beaver Day. Every day's Beaver Day, brother.
2: <laughs> but uh, we've also got our veteran-owned... Uh, thank you for your service. Some gave all, all gave some to uh, Cigar Recon on Twitter. He just uh, hopped on board. He is a veteran-owned cigar retailer based in Delaware so he uh mm. he liked what uh, what you had going on so good, it was a good smoke good huh? stuff so
1: it was uh, so i i think you're probably referring to the picture i posted uh prior to coming up here i like to meditate as they call it uh mm-hmm. and it's usually a good cigar uh and i like so people always ask me what my favorite cigar is it's usually whatever's in my hand you know <laughs> yeah. i i don't have an absolute favorite i kind of rotate through uh i have a couple neptune cigars down in the south florida area uh, I have a subscription service to them. So every month I get four new cigars. And then uh, shout out to Cigars Daily. I've been uh, talking back and forth with Tim there. Uh, little known fact, Jared and I and artists that you hear us talk about are looking at starting our own cigar lounge and business. So I've been reaching out to some people, but talking to the Cigars Daily guy, he's been uh, you know recommending some things, watching his YouTube. And uh, he went through the holy grails of cigars, like cigars that are hard to get hold of or the, the mecca of ones to get. And uh, today I had one of those, and it was a a Southern Draw. Uh, oh, I forgot the the name of it, but it's a it's a pink label, and ooh, it was pretty good. Gave it an eighty eight cool. out of a hundred. Not bad. I enjoyed it. Jeez. Yeah, the burn the burn kind of killed it a little bit. It got a little uneven, uh, and then the 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 flavor changed a little in the back third. But other than that, it was a pretty good cigar overall. I enjoyed it very much. So, so, so the, people are like talking about you, that.
2: Yeah. So when you talk about the back third. So you've smoked uh, two-thirds of it. Yes. So based on like the buildup and the residue, it's
1: sort of changed its joy. Exactly. So Okay. Yeah. When you you do a cigar, most cigars, you kind of smoke it in thirds. You got the front third, which is your initial light, your initial flavor, and then you get the middle third, and then you get the back third, which is usually your stronger punch. Uh, Some cigars, it's more noticeable than others, um, but Mm -hmm. yeah, that's exactly it. It's the smoke in the cigar. It's the, the distance the smoke goes to you. Um, they've got what they call nubs which are just really small ones. And that's really just the back third or the back two thirds. Okay. But, uh, yeah. And I have come to find in my palette, not all cigars. I enjoy the back third. I usually end up stopping about when I get into the back third. Uh, some of my love. So, so again, cigars daily guy sent me a journal and he's like, Hey, this is a good way to track the ones you like, you don't yeah. like, and like how to rate them. So I've, I've started doing that, but yeah, that, cool. that, that rose cigar today was, it was good. I enjoyed it very smooth. Nice. So uh, got a quick update. Sean, Sean Ross Sapp
2: over at Fightful.com just retweeted. Uh, Minori Suzuki did an interview recently, and he hopes to have a, a uh, he called it a fight with uh, Chris Jericho in the very, very near future. Oh. And, you know, really, really cool. And then, of course, as, as we move forward in this new Endeavor world, so Endeavor is uh is trading as END on the stock market. Their their shares have increased by uh, less than a quarter of a percent. And then you have WWE, which has improved by 1.3% since the uh, merger was announced. As a shareholder, I feel that I am able to talk to Vincent Kennedy McMahon, <laughs> and uh, his office has yet to uh, incline my request. No, I'm kidding. But, uh, so there was a, uh, Dana White came out along with Ari Emanuel and said, uh, we're really looking forward to the relationship and we believe that we can bring a lot of value and entertainment to each other. So sounds like a little bit of cross promotion and, uh, Uh, Another quick uh, update that just hit not that long ago is Roman Reigns is not expected to be at Backlash. Hmm. So that sort of hurts. And, you know, he said he
1: was going part time after WrestleMania. Yeah.
2: Yeah. So that makes his uh, thousand days a lot easier. And then um, I had a dream the other night about the WrestleMania main event and Philadelphia Home of the uh, Eagles, the Phillies, uh, 76ers, there's a arena football team, and then, um, you know, Cider- City of Brotherly Love, and then the Marine Corps was founded there at Tun Tavern. But the City of Brotherly Love, and I started thinking, man, if they do something internal with the uh, with the bloodline... It may not be brotherly love, but you could do something with Roman and Jay. But I think that is going to come to fruition sooner, and i I could see that. Hopefully, that that won't come during King and Queen in Saudi. Um, I definitely don't want to see any titles change hands in Saudi. I think they just focus on the King and Queen and do those tournaments and make you know make that a thing. But definitely not not to have any title title changes. I also
1: saw something just recently about the Saudi shows that Endeavor's not big on them. So I'm kind of because you know obviously they have uh, a very uh, eclectic group of fighters, uh, some of which would not be welcome in Saudi, and that. So I I saw that I want to see was it was either what culture Sean Sean Ross Sap that mentioned it and. That's interesting because that's a huge moneymaker for them. So, you know, is Endeavor never going to put their foot down and say, "No, you guys can't do this show anymore"? Or, or what's going to be the case on that?
2: Yeah, funny you mentioned that. So that was on KO Sports, and the de- the current deal that WWE has with Saudi runs through twenty twenty eight. And Ari, his his thought was because of the you know the um the human rights aspect of right. it, and um, right now. He declined to comment and is not going to elaborate on any further discussions with that current contract that expires in January of twenty twenty eight yeah I'd be surprised so, if they don't
1: if they renew that, so it would right. be interesting to see but. yeah
2: and you know prop, you know props to him and his twenty one billion dollar you know collective uh I I would venture to say it's worth a little bit more now just because of the the increased stock value, the return on investment from WrestleMania. You've got another uh, UFC event coming up soon. Then you've got a USC, UFC Vegas, and then you have a ESPN Plus event getting ready to come up. So super,
1: super jam-packed. So, you got the yeah. first ever slap tournament uh, championship pay-per-view coming on. But uh, speaking of,
2: it's just so crazy. I can't imagine just standing there and going slapped. Just do it, dude. Just lay me out. Just lay me out,
1: yeah. (laughs) But uh, (laughs) speaking of future stuff, though, there is a lot, a lot of wrestling coming, man. Like you've got uh, Backlash. We've got SummerSlam around the corner. We've got now All In, The Rumors of All Out. We've got Forbidden Door in June, Double or Nothing coming out. Like there's a lot of pay per views coming up. Specifically yeah. for AEW, surprisingly, with the announcement of All In, that's an, another one that's used to not on a thing, and then Forbidden Door. So I'm pretty sure we're going to get June, July, August, like three months of pay per views. If not, you know, into September for All Out. So you're looking at four months of straight pay per views. That's going to be interesting to see if Tony Khan can keep up with that. That's a lot of booking. Yeah, and you know, you've got you've, and that's not even including the Ring of Honor
2: right. honor card. The um, they have a Philly philly thing they do and then they they like to go back to the hammerstein through uh through the year which is affectionately referred to as the ecw arena that's in philly so, right yes yeah so i'm so, just letting
1: you know right now if we go to philly for wrestlemania done. whatever shows going on at hammerstein yep. i'm going brother done like yeah. i heard gcw's gonna to try pay to homage. do it oh yeah. yeah
2: so gcw shout out to the shout out uh we i wish i would have mentioned this in march Masha Slamovich, who is a Impact wrestler, is also your, our GCW champion. She defeated Nick Cage um, roughly six, seven months ago. So props to her, this second woman to ever hold a North American wrestling organization championship. So it was her and then uh, Tessa Blanchard, the daughter of of Tully Blanchard, defeated Eddie Edwards for the Impact Championship, and then she ended up relinquishing it. She's stupid. And she (laughs) stayed in Mexico and didn't uh, fulfill her contractual requirements. And with a little asterisk, that was during the COVID era. And she has not um, competitively stepped back in the ring and acknowledged that she's a professional wrestler, wrestler, She's currently a program manager in San Antonio, Texas, which I don't know. She popped up on the uh wrestlers who could have been the GOAT, but messed it up.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. She did some dumb stuff backstage. <laughs> we won't we won't get into all of it, but yeah. She, yeah. I'm not yeah, I'm not down with that. Yeah, I don't I don't I don't, don't, don't want to no, give her any shine. So no, yeah. No, not at all. Yeah. But yeah, so so like I said, like uh, you know, we said at the beginning of this, don't don't get worried. There's still plenty of wrestling out there. Oh God, yeah, yeah. and uh, you know, I, I still think the future's bright. I still think we're in a boom. I think it's gonna mm. be it's gonna be a fun a fun time going forward. Uh, you just some people are gonna have to open their minds, as uh, Guado said in Total Recall: "Open your mind to other stuff out there because there is plenty out there uh, to watch and enjoy for sure." So uh,
2: yeah, so we we have the WWE, which is a little bit in flux. We have AAA, which, you know, right now is mostly available on YouTube, uh, which eventually I think they'll get some kind of an American streaming deal. You have Ring of Honor, which is about to get their fully announced situation where they're going to have not just their streaming service, which you can get on their Ring of Honor streaming service, but they'll have a TV deal on Paramount. So I'm super yoked for that. You have AEW, that's on Wednesday and Friday, and they have Dark and Dark Elevation, which is available on YouTube, and Impact, which is available on Access, GCW, which is available on Fight, and I'm sure there's all kinds of other stuff. And congratulations to um, my man, um, Matt Cardona. He recently... Defended his, uh, his tri state championship. So he continues to, uh, (laughs) serve as the, the belt collector, the current belt collector. I think he's got six, six titles right now. Hopefully he'll show up in WWE, but I don't, uh, I don't know. So, but no, man, wrestling's, you know, it's frustrating. It's like a dysfunctional relationship meets addiction. Every day is like one step in a 12-step program, and um, I don't want my chip. I don't want to be, you know, 30, 60, 90 days sober. I am down for wrestling and what it does to me and for me. And I know my wife, you know, I know Tiff gets upset or frustrated. She's like, oh, my God, you're either watching wrestling or you're recording or whatever. But then she sees like the sort of enjoyment that I get. and right. She's like, all right, well, just we'll we'll hook up, you know, whenever. So I maximize my quality time, but uh thank you to uh to professional wrestling and sports
1: entertainment for giving me a little bit of a, a little bit of an outlet. Yeah, and with that, uh I'm gonna say thank you to all our fans. We appreciate you guys uh and gals listening to us. We enjoy uh the fact that we are out here doing something we love to do, talking about things we love to talk about and continuing to grow our uh, our bearded family, um, you know, we'll, we'll just call it that for now. I don't know what we're gonna go with it down the road. But we appreciate everything uh, everybody's doing. Don't forget to uh, like, share. Uh, oh, that's YouTube. Don't forget to subscribe, <laughs> download. Uh, go ahead and share it. Our podcast wherever you find your podcast from uh, iHeartRadio, Spotify, and uh, all those other great outlets. Follow us at No Shave Man Cave, Twitter, Instagram. TikTok and YouTube. And uh, it's time for the hot tag to Ellie Jr to take us home. TikTok, you
2: don't stop. Yeah, so I try and drop uh TikToks and YouTube's and uh super fun. You can check us out everywhere where uh you want to at noshavemancave.com. I'm sorry, no shavemancave at uh all the socials. If you want to hit us up, send us a question. No shavemancave at gmail.com. We will answer your questions. A uh, couple of quick tweets. Uh wanted to thank the uh just fans podcast. Thank you for uh the follow and the retweet. Also to S D Cigars Rose. You're a sweetheart. I'm gonna I wish I could stop by and smell the roses. Thank Don't you so much for the uh shout out to the shout-out. Don't make it weird. Unless you want to. And uh as always, you know. To our brothers and sisters in arms, thank you for your service. To your families, uh, thank you for your service and your support. If you are in any form or fashion of distress, please get the help that you need and want and most definitely deserve. Uh, you can dial 988, or if you're on active duty, you can swing by just about any member of your command to request support, and uh, definitely the chaplains have a, uh, a certain element of anonymity but uh please wherever you get it get the help get the love that uh you need and deserve and uh we are ever so grateful and thankful for what uh what you've done for this country don't stop believing don't stop giving until next time my friends my fam be safe take care of yourselves take care of each other
0: you've been listening to the no shave Men cave If it's pro wrestling, we're talking about it. Unless we see something shiny and wander off into the woods. If you hang around long enough, we'll eventually come back. We hope you've enjoyed the show. Fire off your comments and be sure to leave us a five-star rating. And we'll be back soon. But in the meantime, hit us up on Twitter, YouTube, and TikTok at No Shave Man Cave. Y'all be cool. And we'll see you next time on the No Shave Man Cave.